Welcome back. So this week we have another great topic. So we're talking about how to prepare for your new puppy coming home. There's so much to think about. Everyone's always excited when they're new. Think of, even thinking about getting a new puppy, you always get those warm, fuzzy feelings. We get so excited, but we want to make sure that you're actually prepared for bringing your puppy home. And so I want to talk about things that you normally probably wouldn't think about. So aside from like the supplies, like the bed, the dog food and stuff like that, which is usually forefront and dog owners mind, I want to talk to you about other things that are very important um, to make sure that you are going about um, doing before bringing your puppy home. So when you brought Archie home, before I jump into anything, are there, what's the first thing that came to your mind when you were like, okay, I have to prepare for a new puppy? Um, dog bed. Uh, yeah. Food, obviously. The nice thing was the breeder gave us some food going to take with us. Mm -hmm. uh, they also gave us the harness, which was already bought one from them when we got there. Crate. And then mm -hmm. Uh, we set up like a gate to gate off a certain area. So I think yeah. and how I like having some toys and then kind mm -hmm. of like figuring it out from there, really. So we had a rough yeah. idea they take them out a certain uh, like very frequently and we kind of had our game plan. Mm -hmm. uh, but the main thing was like we got the same dog that they had at the breeders. We got a crate. Absolutely. And, like kind of just the basics because that's all mm -hmm. first time. So that was yeah. Good. And, and ideally, when you are thinking about getting a dog, you do think about the bases, like we just said, the dog beds, the crate, the gates and stuff like that. But another thing that's really important is to sit down with the whole family and make sure there's some type of schedule in place just to get the dog um, kind of on, on track to being, you know, the best dog in home. So let's backtrack. So ideally, when people think about even bringing babies into the home, the first, one thing that we do think about is baby proofing the home, right? We have to do the same thing with the puppies. We have to puppy proof the home. So ideally, yes, we do think about gates and crates and stuff so they can be confined to one room, but you wanna go further than that. What about the wires from the television or wires in general, okay? So when you're thinking about bringing your puppy home, you wanna go around to each room and make sure that they're puppy proof. So what that means is you actually wanna get down on your puppy's level. However, you know, puppies are fairly, you know, small. So you wanna make sure that when you're looking, you're looking up here, but you want to make sure that you're looking low and kind of simulating what the puppy would see and go around to those rooms and make sure the wires are tucked in. Um, also, don't, you know, aside from wires, if you have certain types of rugs that are shaggy, you know, puppies are going to be chewers. So making sure either you take up that rug or, you know, do, you know, putting something over it. So there's little things like that that you may not think about when you're getting a puppy or even down to these curtains right here and having a puppy in a room, they may pull on them. And so, you know, even as I go through these, you might be saying, oh my gosh, I never even thought about that. You just think about the supplies. So the first things first, go around to each room, puppy proof your room, put up those gates. Ideally, if you are going to buy a gate, you want your puppy to be confined to one room first. You don't want to give them full access to everywhere um, for potty training reasons. So uh, you don't want them to have accidents all over the home. And plus, it can be overwhelming for a new puppy to come into an environment um, that they don't know and have access to that whole house. So ideally, when you purchase those baby gates, you just want to put them up, confine them to one room to start with. But puppy proofing your room is the first ordeal. Okay. Um, next, I talk a lot in my consultations about this. So if you were to call me saying, hey, we're getting a new puppy and I come out to your home to chat with you, I always want to know um, your daily schedule and what that looks like, because you want to make sure that you have an adequate amount of time for, for um, to take care of your puppy, because puppies are a tremendous amount of work. 
they are a lot of work. Um, so whether you're working from home, whether um, you aren't going to be home, your puppy's going to be created during a day, you want to make sure that you have ample amount of time to care for the puppy. So that means um, you're able to feed them throughout the day. You're, ever, you're able to take them out for bathroom breaks. Yeah. And so um, puppies, they learn through, you know, routine by association. So I encourage you to sit down with the family, assign who's going to be taking them out to the bathroom, who's going to be, you know, do, you know, taking them for leash walks and get that into play now because you don't want to wait till puppy comes because, you know, it's overexciting. It's exciting for us, exciting for the puppy. You don't want to be dealing with the puppy and then trying to get a schedule in place. So, you know, from the time the puppy wakes up to the time the puppy goes to pet, bed, each hour of the day should be accounted for. And just to kind of get you on a ball to kind of, um, uh, so you'll know where to start. Puppies need a lot of sleep. They need almost 18 hours of sleep a day. So for every uh, one hour that they're outside doing whatever, you know, playing, running, taking for a walk, they have to have two hours of sleep. Um, if not, you'll find, you, you know, you'll be calling like, oh my God, my puppy's going crazy. What do I do? They're no different than kids. They do get overly tired. They do get overly exhausted. And that's when you get the nippy puppy and stuff like that. So that's why it's important to have a schedule in place and make sure that they are getting an adequate amount of sleep. So from the time they wake up and you take them out that crate, they need two hours of sleep, whether that's, you know, in a room in their crate or just lying down next to you. Okay. So just make sure you have that schedule in place and exercise is going to be really important. So make sure you have a good schedule with that. Ideally, puppies, 15 to 20 minutes of walks or exercise or some type of play should be sufficient. And so I'm talking a lot about this because that can be a resolution to a lot of the puppy issues that are going on behavior-wise. Um, behavior All right. So moving on, let's talk about some supplies, okay? So as Scott said, ideally when you're getting a puppy, whether it's for a rescue and you're getting them from the foster parent or whether you're getting them from a breeder, ideally they do come home on their own dog food that the breeder has them on. It doesn't mean that you can't switch dog food. You can't switch them. But a lot of the one question I get is how do I switch the dog food or I switch the dog food. Now my dog doesn't eat it. So Quick tip, you have to do it gradually. So um, you have to take about a quarter of the new food and mix it in with the old food. And gradually you start to put in more of the new food than the old food. And eventually they're off to using a new food. So it makes sure that you're gradually increasing a new food and that should help get them off um, to a good start. So you wanna make sure you get the food. Um, you wanna uh, make sure you get um, a doggy bed. Get You wanna make sure you get a crate too. I am a big fan of a crate, not saying that you don't have to get one, but I always tell people to think about the future. Um, if your dog ever has to go to the vet and they have to stay overnight, they're gonna have to be in a crate. If you ever send them overnight for boarding, they're gonna have to be crated. If you wanna send your dog to daycare, depending on the type of daycare, they do um, a crate training test because they do have nap time. So you want there, you, they, you just want to make sure your dog's able to be crated. So ideally, if you don't want to use a crate, you can get one. Just make sure your dog can, you know, spend a few hours in a crate. But then usually over time, the dog just use it like a den area to go in and out of. Uh, but essentially, we really do use that for potty training reasons. Because you don't want them to have accidents over the, uh, all over the house. So if you can't um, watch them, crate them, put them on a leash or whatever it has to be. But um, ideally you want to get a crate. Um, dog toys, again, 
getting a puppy, they're going to be teething. So a lot of times you go out to get dog toys. Um, you may not put a lot of thought into it. You may say, oh, this is a squeaky toy. This is whatever. But I'm telling you, first and foremost, get something that's going to smooth their teething because puppies are going to chew a lot. So um, whether that be like um, a doggy bone or any type of um, chew toy, um, I know they do have those um, keys like they have for babies that you could throw in the freezer and that can soothe your dog's teeth as well. So any type of toy that they chew on is going to be um, sufficient. Any type of toy that they can chew on is going to be great for them starting off. Um, also, I do like the um, the dispensable treat um, balls. So you put treats inside them yes. and then the dogs can kick, exactly kick them around. And that keeps them engaged and busy just to get out all that exercise, all that energy and stuff like that. So just be strategic about the toys that you're chewing. I'm chewing the chewing toys that you're choosing and you're saying to yourself, hey, would this be ideal for a puppy? And if you do get the toys and say your puppy's not playing with the toys, don't just be discouraged. Put it off to the side. Wait till you get a little bit older and reintroduce them again. Um, another tip when it comes down to toys, say you get a bunch of toys, don't just throw them all down there. Um, your puppy may play with one, they may play with all, but you don't want to get into, you know, keep on buying more and more toys because your puppy's not engaged. Put down a few toys at a time, um, put the rest of them away, reintroduce them every few weeks. So it's almost like um, new to your dog. So you can take out the old ones that they've been engaging with and bring out the new ones. So in that way, you don't have to keep on buying toys over and over and over again. Um, when it came down to Archie, were there certain toys that he um, tend to gravitate to more that he was a puppy when he was a puppy? Yeah, there's certain things that he really took to when he was a puppy. And mm -hmm. like he had some early dog friends. So he would get like a stuffy or something that would squeak that would have the dog scent on it. So he just mm -hmm. was with that type of thing. And a lot of those puppy favorite toys lasted as he got a little bit older as well. Like even mm -hmm. like tug, the smaller tug rope. He always preferred that over the bigger ones yep. as he got bigger, what were more suitable technically. So I think yeah. the fence and all those different things. And you just used to playing with it. Yeah. Do you know do you know about puzzle toys? Did he do those when yeah. he was younger? And so no, just yeah, yeah, just he did. Yeah. yeah. And he like, them? Yeah, he liked them. He just ended up like figuring them out eventually. And then like we just put it in front of him, we just figured it out and we'd look away yep. for 30 seconds look back and he's like okay where's give me more treats <laughs> so yep we had different, exactly and just to tell you what we're talking about puzzle toys or any type of toys essentially where a dog has to work to get the treat out or get the food out and so there's different levels of difficulty when it comes to puzzle toys um, um ideally when you do actually get the puzzles in his level one through three so if you do have a puzzle toy and say your dog works through it really fast you can make it difficult by freezing items and putting it in there so i have seen people like drop peanut smear peanut butter in there drop it and then close it and let them work to um, get it out or say it's too difficult and your dog's giving up you can hold off on that puzzle toy like scott said wait till a little bit wait till they're a little bit older and then you know introduce it to them again but puzzle toys are always great especially if you can't get your dog out for um any type of exercise or walks and things like that so um all right so as far as um party as far as the um list as well we talked about beds crates gates 
um, pretty pads if you're going to use those. Another great tip too, when it comes down to potty training, cleaning up potty, um, cleaning up um, spills and accidents in your house when it comes down to the dog having accidents, you don't want to use any type of household cleaners like bleach, bleach or Clorox. That's actually going to have them gravitate right, right back to where they had the accident. You want to use um, things like Resolve um, at the pet store, any type of things they have at the pet store. But if you don't use that, yeah, you're best off using one bath with water for the time being um, or using um, wet wipes. So if you have baby wipes, using those. Or if you have any type of vinegar, putting that on. Anything that would neutralize the solution, ideally you want to throw it on there. And then we get the house supplies. You can help um, the cleaning supply. You can go ahead and um, clean it up as well. And so that's a lot of, um, so when I have clients call me about potty training, they do everything right. The next question I'll ask is, what have you been cleaning the accidents up with? And then it's like, aha. And if you have been cleaning up the accidents with bleach and stuff, give it a little bit because dogs can smell are way more than we can and better than we can. So if you think the smell is gone, just let it linger out a little bit. And then, um, you know, just see kind of some shift in the potty and having less accidents in the home. Um, but ideally, these are the supplies that are key and you can start off with. Um, we do, uh, can we drop the list in the comments? The supply list? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we could drop the list in, in, in the comments so you can have that. Um, if you're getting a new puppy this holiday season or if you're getting one after the new year, so you can have this list to kind of fall back on. Um, and then far as the puppy guide, is, can we get that from the website or... We will drop the link in the comments for that one. In the comments too, yep. So we can drop both links in the comments. So um, we, I just gave you a whole bunch of tips to start your puppy off right, um, essentially with the supplies, making sure you got the schedule with your family because that's going to be essential and key. Um, we're going to drop the puppy guide in the comments. And so that's even that's even more detailed about how to jumpstart your puppy um, for us the supplies to get, um, how to prevent chewing and aggression and things like that. So you can check check out that PDF as well as the essential um, supply list so you can grab those supplies at the pet, at your local pet store. Um, Scott, do you have anything else to kind of piggyback off of? That's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. As usual, if you don't always have time to watch us or listen to uh, on, on Facebook, check out the podcast, Apple, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. Just search for Down for Paws. You'll find it. You can go back, listen to all the different podcasts. Absolutely. There. Um, a handful, especially if you are looking to get a new puppy or you have one on the way, we have a handful about similar topics and that sort of thing. So you can get more advice through that way as well, just going through the archives. And definitely Absolutely. don't forget to uh, leave reviews wherever you're listening to. It helps us, helps more people find the podcast and get great advice, just like you're, you are right here today too. So, yeah. Absolutely. So other than that, we will see you next week and enjoy your weekend. All right, everyone. Bye. Bye.